What's up? This episode of the Sean Boyles Podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm. Yes, the Anchor app. The Anchor app is how is uh, how you are listening to the Sean Boyles Podcast. And um, it provides a very simple and very easy way to podcast. You do it with your phone, yo. When I started this podcast, I literally was talking into the phone and the Anchor app made that shit hella easy, son. It was very easy because I'm not smart and I need the simplest thing. I didn't want to download a recording software or use GarageBand and have to edit and do a the there's format that you got to make so it can be a podcast, all kinds of shit that I didn't want to do. And the Anchor app takes care of all of that noise and makes it hell of easy for you to podcast. So do yourself a favor. Sign up at anchor.fm. And also, you can make money. You can, like, make money from, like, ad revenue. Like, you can do ads. The more audience you get, the more ads you can do, and the more money you can make. And it's actually really, really cool. And um, if you want to make that dollar-dollar bill, y'all, the Anchor app can help with that. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Anchor.fm. Thank you for making all my dreams come true. <laughs> also, I got to say, for legal reasons, the Shaw Boyles podcast does not have rights to most of the music heard here on the podcast. This little jam is mine. You, I, Well, it's kind of basic. Well, it's kind of mine. Uh, but it's um, any other music. I don't want to get sued, all right? So don't sue me. And um, let's have a good show, all right? I ain't trying to make money off of other people's shit. I ain't a scoundrel. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life. What's up, people? It's your boy, Sean Boyles. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. How the fuck are you doing? Woo, Biden. Biden's doing the thing, Jack. He's in the, He's signing shit right and left. He's trying to erase that the Cheeto ever existed. <laughs> trying to get him out. Just, just, hey, what did you what did you do? You did this thing over here? All right, I'm going to write a thing saying that you didn't do that anymore. And we we ain't gonna do that. That's done. That's a done deal, man. That fucker's still in the news, man. He's. St- I just saw a report on uh, KTVU, which is our local, uh, a local news uh, station here in the Bay Area, um, saying that uh, most of the time the president, uh, after he's done, you don't hear from him. Two weeks after, uh, after leaving office, he's still in the news. Yeah, he's still in the news if you keep putting him in the fucking news. The dude's not doing anything. If the dude does something newsworthy, put him in there. If he does something wacky and it's and it's affecting everybody, make a little make a little note and do a little story. But that fucker is such a ratings magnet. And they found that shit out when he ran the first time. Right? They, they like if he's in there, people want to see what that fucker's doing. Um Good or bad, hating him or loving him, people want to read news on the dude. And I don't get it, 
because the dude's disgusting. But, um, man, and here I am fucking talking about it, trying to get my ratings up. No, um, it's just uh, if, if you want him to go away, ignore the fucker. Ignore him. He will go away if you don't pay him any mind. Uh, that's how those types are. He's a bully. What happens with the bully when you stop, um, when you just ignore the bully? He he finds somebody else to pick on. And uh, hopefully he finds somebody else to pick on. All right. Hopefully we don't got to talk about him anymore. I don't want to talk about him anymore. He ain't do, he don't do nothing for me. Except for get me all riled up. Get me all riled up. Get my blood pressure going. Get my, I need to take, where's my pills? Where's my pills? Where's my Liprazole or whatever the fuck I take. Someone asked me, "What do you, uh, I told them that I was on blood pressure medication, and they were like, oh, well, what do you take? And I'm like, fuck, I don't, I, I can't pronounce it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> How fucking stupid is that? I don't know what it's called. I can't pronounce it. Liprazole? I don't know. I don't know, man. I just take it. And my headaches, I don't have headaches anymore. And um, I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel all gross. Uh, so uh, if you hadn't checked it out, please do me a favor. Uh, after you're done listening here, uh, look for The Trash Podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. My friends Sierra Giambruno and Nate Spears uh, do a podcast um, it's a pop culture sort of podcast where they talk about things, um, mainly shitting on reality uh, television. And uh, I was on their podcast this week, and they uh, we uh, agreed to uh, watch the uh, infamous VH1 reality show Supergroup, where they locked, well, they didn't lock, but they put... Um, Five rock stars in a Las Vegas mansion and uh, sort of got them to, um, within 12 days, they had to uh, write and perform a song and come up with a set list of, uh, uh, of, uh, of songs that they could play and pull off a show in, in Las Vegas. And um, this was back in 2006 or some shit like that, 2005, 2006. And anyway, we watched this show and we ripped it apart because there's a lot of buffoonery going on. And I had made um, I had made the comment that you grab, you know, they grabbed all these guys because at this particular time, none of these guys have anything going on. <laughs> wasn't, it like, wasn't like they had to really pull anybody from anything. So uh, anyway, check out the Trash Podcast and listen to us talk shit about Supergroup. Um, the van is fixed. If you're keeping tabs on the woes of my transportation, the van is fixed. Head gasket replaced. Uh, heads mach- remachined. Um. And it, I got to say, man, it runs fucking good. Uh, I didn't realize it had a little sluggishness to it until we got this shit fixed. Uh, in the mornings, it would be really hard, like, kind of getting going, it seemed like. No matter, like, I let it warm up, but it didn't seem to really 
get going until maybe 15 minutes or so down the road. Uh, now I don't have, I don't, I'm not feeling that sluggishness anymore. So, uh, props to my man Juan, the mobile mechanic and, uh, and my man Jose, who I bought, uh, bought the van from originally because he's the one that hooked me up with Juan. So, uh, he's a good Juan. He's the right one. If you need um if you need somebody to fix your shit and you're in the East Bay, hit me up. My man Juan will come to you and do your shit in your driveway. I got a little mess to clean up in the driveway because he did dude, he had to take the, so it's a van, all right? It's a van. It's hard to work on. The engine sits in the thing in a weird way and you got to there's a you got to basically go through the cab to do most of the work. So uh uh, the one, the only, my only complaint, my only complaint about the work that Juan did is he got his greasy mitts all over my steering wheel. <laughs> I had a, I had a steering wheel cover. I had to shit can the cover because my hands would be filthy after driving. So, um, but that's my only complaint. But he's, you know, he's using that as leverage to pull himself in and out of the truck, in and out of the van, so he can do the work. So I'm not, I'm not mad. I ain't mad, Juan. I'm not mad, but I was a little filthy there. And uh, but, dude, oh my God, to be on a job, dude. First of all, showing up on a job site, or you've you've hired me to paint your house, and I show up with a fucking Honda, just not a good look, man. I just I felt so, I'm lucky that the last, uh, well, the job before this was a uh, a a friendly acquaintance. Not not someone I'd say as a friend, but someone that is uh, has been super supportive and friendly. A, a friend of the band, uh, Zed. In fact, he's friends with the the label owner. I think they work together. Um, so uh, the 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 owner of and CEO is he a CEO? Um, the founder of Ripple Music. Uh, this is a buddy of his, and he's a big fan of Zed. And I've met him plenty of times. We've hung out at shows. Good, good dude. He asked me to do some work, but I showed up to his place to do the work in my wife's Honda. And I just, I had to immediately apologize. I'm like, dude, I got a van. I swear I got a van, but it needs to be fixed, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that finishing that job enabled me to pay for the van to be fixed. So, uh, so I'm, I, I, I'm feeling good about things. Uh, uh, things are still, uh, we're getting things done and getting things checked off the list of the things that we got to do for the wife's uh, green card. That's uh, that process is rolling. I took care. I actually had the day off today. I'm in between. I finished a job yesterday and the next one's starting tomorrow. So I had today to uh, mill around and get some shit done. I looked at a job, uh, got shit taken to the dumps because now I got the van. I just stuffed that. I cleared all the tools out. And just stuffed it as, just stuffed it full of garbage as much as I could, because um, I had a big pile of garbage piled up from uh, all the past jobs, and uh, I hadn't had a chance to go. And the door before the the van broke down, the back door lock seemed to like wouldn't unlock miraculously since it's been fixed. The door it's unlocking, so I was able to keep get the door open and. Um, and fill it full of stuff. It was kind of, I was just coming in and out of the side all the time, using the side van door instead of using the back. 
Um, but now we're good to go, and I'm fucking throwing shit in and out. So I went to the dumps, went out, drove out to Concord, looked at a job, came back, went through all my tools, threw shit out that was whack, um, reorganized everything, got everything put in the little nooks and crannies of the van, uh, just went through everything, reorganized everything, got a thing notarized for the green card stuff because I got to get, uh, dude, I don't know where my birth certificate's at. I got to get a new birth certificate. I don't know where my social security card's at. I got to get new one of those. I can't get one of those unless I have a birth certificate. Uh, so just little things, man. Got trying to check off the list. And the shit lags. Like it's going to take fucking four or five weeks to get the birth certificate. And then it'll take another fucking chunk of time to get the social security card. And hey, let me uh, advise you, if you're trying to get your birth certificate or you're trying to get a social security card, go through the government sites. Don't try to go through these fucking secondhand sites. Um, they might be cheaper, but like, dude, I found this one and I didn't read ahead of time. I just started fucking filling shit out and put in my fucking debit card, paid for a thing. Fortunately, it wasn't that much. But then they're saying mail us not mail us a copy. Mail us your driver's license and mail us your original birth certificate. Fuck you. I am not mailing you my shit. Fuck that, dude. That just sounded like a recipe for fucking ID fraud to fuck. You know what I mean? So I wasn't trying to fuck with that. No, no. Uh, so yeah, make sure their government actual, if it says .gov, um, or, or gov.org like I'm getting my birth certificate it's you know through the Alameda County uh, site and then I'll uh, then I'll reapply for the social security card replacement through the actual social security site so do that shit don't fuck around with the secondhand sites they will fuck you in the ass with no lube guh, guh, guh. yeah um so yeah man um Hey, uh, guess what? Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but um, Marilyn Manson's an asshole. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, so a woman, what's her name? Rachel Wood. Um, she's on Westworld. I've watched Westworld, and I don't know what 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 girl she is. But anyway, um, she has um, come out saying that she was in an abusive relationship with, uh, what's his name, Brian Weir? Is his real name? Something like that. Brian Warner or Weir or something. Anyway, Marilyn Manson. Anyway, um, I mean... The dude's always in some sort of shit. He's always in controversy. He's always uh, steering this shit pot. And uh, I don't know. Does he got a new record coming out? Or has he just put out a new record and that's why this shit's coming out? I don't know. Um, but if you didn't know that guy was an ass. I, dude, I've seen him throw a fucking a bass. Like the bass of a music stand. Or a microphone stand, right? The heavy fucking the bass is like usually really thick, thick uh, pot metal. And, um, and he, and, but the way it's heavy, it's a fucking way. It's got some weight to it. It's the base of a stand. It's supposed to keep the thing from top. And I've seen him just fucking huck it at his drummer. 
Um, his former drummer, Ginger Fish, has fucking horror stories and has gotten so many fucking stitches in his face because of Manson throwing shit at him while he's playing drums, like getting mad that he fucked up or, you know, and he always say it's part of the show. But I mean, come on, man. I know you do a shocking thing, but if you hurt the people that are playing with you, they're not going to want to play with you. If you're hurting the person that you're in a relationship with, uh, they're probably going to rat you out and tell everybody that you're a scumbag. Um, and what's her ass? Um, uh, Vita Von Teese, uh She came out. She, she was with Dude for a while. And she's like, nah, n- nothing like that ever happened. It sounds like to me, and I don't know. I, I'm I'm just speculating. This I'm I I am not an authority on anything. You, if you've listened to this podcast enough to know that I don't know shit about nothing, but I will say that um sometimes when you're in a relationship and you regret the stuff that you did within that relationship and. You're looking back and you're saying, you know what? I really didn't like doing that. You know what? I felt like that was wrong. I felt like I got taken advantage of. You might cry foul. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. And that's your right. And and, and you, that's where you're at. And if you felt like you were in a different headspace at the time and you sort of went with the flow and some shit went down that you didn't really like it, but you kind of went with it anyway, you know, you know, one person's going to feel one way about it. The other person's going to feel a different way about it. If you're feeling bad about it, the other person might be feeling okay about it because at the time, everything seemed cool. If you don't put your foot down and say, hey, I don't like this, um, it's going to get uh, perceived as all systems go. And, you know, I mean, dude, the... As an artist, he's into weird shit. Do you really think in the bedroom he's not going to be into weird shit, you know? And I don't know how weird. She's saying abusive, you know. I don't know. Maybe got carried away with a fucking paddle. I, 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 I don't know the gory details, but uh, it's fucking Marilyn Manson, yo. He's a fucking, he's a weird cat. He wears makeup. <laughs> He he wears makeup. Of course, he's crazy. He's out of his head. Um, I saw something on social media saying something like, "Oh, maybe them fucking, maybe all them Bible thumping church people that were protesting is fucking." He said, "Maybe our parents were right about Marilyn." I thought that was pretty funny. All that protest they did at that dude's shows and shit. Um, maybe they were, maybe they were onto something. Who knows? Um, here's another thing that, uh, I saw in the news that sort of caught my eye. I was talking with the wife about it and she was like, oh yeah, that guy. No, fuck that dude. So, um, the, uh, this is the president of the Tokyo Olympic organ, uh, organizing committee. So he's president of the Tokyo Olympic organizing committee. Okay. His name is Yoshiro Mori. Yoshiro Mori. Yoshiro Mori is 83 fucking years old, all right? He's old as fuck, and he is a former prime minister of Japan, all right? So this dude was running the show for a minute. And from what Hiroko told me, the dude only lasted about 11 months or 13 months, a a, a year and not quite a month. He was prime minister, and he quit. 
He got the hell out of there. She couldn't remember why or whatever. But apparently this dude has notoriously had loose lips and said some like he's a gaff fucking machine. And um, he's he's in he's under fire right now for saying. And and the head what grabbed me in the headline, the headline said, you know, um, Tokyo Olympic uh, president says women talk too much. (laughs) Now, (laughs) it's not what he he didn't say it in that plain a day terms. But he did say (laughs) that uh, because there's a lot of women directors that are uh, part of the organization about the Olympics. And he was going into meetings and he says, if we have more women directors, the meeting's going to go long. (laughs) Women talk too much. (laughs) I just thought it was fucking (laughs) so funny. Now, you got to understand Japanese culture, especially the older generation. There is a huge uh, gender gap. In Japan, there is definitely a uh, male-dominated dominated society. And uh, especially with a gentleman who's 83 years old, he's going to have some old-school fucking Japanese way of looking at shit. And uh, not that he's anti-woman or whatever. He just said, hey, you know. Meetings are going to go long if there's a bunch of women in there because he he got translated saying uh, if a woman raises her hand to speak on something, all the other women are going to want to respond to it. (laughs) I don't know. I just thought it was funny, man. It was like, damn, dude. Uh, And and he's old, dude, 83. I saw a picture of him. Dude is all 83 of them years. He Old schooler doing it, man. Keeping the dream alive. <laughs> uh, looking forward to, uh, well, looking forward to tonight. So I'm recording this Thursday night like I usually do. Last week I recorded on Wednesday and put it out on Thursday. Tonight I'm recording. It'll be up later tonight. While it goes up, I will be at an open mic. I'm gonna, uh, things opening back up. The local bar down here, about a mile and a half away from my house. Uh, Jeff Morris hosting the Valley Inn open mic. Uh, so I'm going to go dust off some shit, do some comedy. Because I got a show tomorrow. I will be at Vito's Pizza in San Jose on White Road. Two shows, 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock. Uh, find Pete Munoz on the social medias to reserve a table. A $20 table will get you four people seated at a table, socially distanced outside, wear a mask, bring a jacket. And we're going to tell dick jokes, son. It's going to be fun. I'm fucking so stoked. He's got me in the feature slot. And um, looking forward to that. Uh, my girl Ivy Cordova is headlining. And, um, yeah, man, I get to do 15 minutes. Oh, my God. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. So, um, yeah, wait, fucking looking forward to that for sure. 
Uh, telling jokes in front of live human beings. Fuck, can't beat it, man. Can't beat it. So we got that happening. That is uh, tomorrow night. And I will tell you all about it next week. How about that? How about the... Um, I don't if I talked about this on the podcast before, I don't know if you've listened from the very, very beginning, but um, it re- I got reminded of this. So uh, my wife binge watched um, Ink Masters and uh, Netflix only has season one and season two. And um, I think we watched all of season two. I didn't watch t- I didn't watch it with her too much. uh the first season but uh we watched season two i pretty much watched it all with her and um and i know there's multiple seasons right they, they did they did that show for a while but um uh, i don't know i just started thinking about tattoos and started thinking about the uh the popularity of the face tattoo right now um hand and neck and from what I remember of cats getting tattoos, the hands. So you got so if you got a good chest piece and you had your arms completely blasted out, full sleeves. You know, maybe you got your legs done, too. The next thing you did was your hands. You know, you're starting to run out of room and then uh, you got brave and then you worked up to the neck like it wasn't a thing where like cats are getting shit on their neck out the gate right now you know or getting something on their face and they got no ink at all and they're getting something on their face it's like yo the face is the last thing you get the absolute last thing that you get in fact i've heard through the wind that some tattoo artist will not even tattoo your neck or face until you got a healthy amount of ink on the rest of your body. You got to earn that shit. Just don't get your fucking baby's name over your left eyebrow out the gate. Don't do that shit. Earn it. Get yourself some tattoos on the arms, in the backs, in the fronts, some leg. Fill up your arms. Maybe get a couple things on the fingers, on the hand. Maybe a thing on the neck. And then, and then, that's and it's fuck. It's jail shit, yo. Why do you want something on your face? It's jail shit. Like the the I, I don't understand the. I guess this goes into this. I don't understand the uh, the need for street cred. Like people feel like they are not cool unless they have. That street cred or the or, or the appearance of street cred uh, needing that approval from the streets. Um, if you're authentic, you'll get it. If you're just a real person, you're an authentic person, no matter what, no matter how you get down. If you're fucking thuggery or you're a nice person that does the right thing, you're going to get love from the streets. The streets love authenticity they don't like bullshit at least that's what i've noticed i don't know maybe um maybe i don't know enough street to to even speak on it but i believe that i do and another thing speaking of fucking street i don't know if i've talked about this uh, i might have because i think i did a bit about it 
Um, when did um, in my day, Funyun rings, Funyun rings, right? Thought that was a that was that was the snack food of the of the hood. Getting your Funyuns, right? Funyuns, not Funyun rings, Funyuns, right? Funyuns. I didn't like them because they fucking they didn't taste good, so I never fucked with them. But that was like fools were into Funyuns, right? And now it's fucking flaming hot Cheetos. Like when did flaming hot Cheetos become the snack food of the hood? Like you know, breakfast of champion style snack of the hood. And I don't think they're that hot. I think they're kind of whack. In fact, there is a video. I don't know. Um, it was on Facebook for a minute. I, uh, I, 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 I just this shit came to me just all of a sudden at an open mic along uh, a fucking a while ago. Back when we used to be able to do open mics, and um, I started talking shit about the flaming hot Cheetos. Somebody walked up to me with a bag of flaming hot Cheetos, and I said, "You know, this shit's not hot." And I crushed the bag up and I just dumped all the dust into my face. And started chewing on it. And then someone brought a thing of hot sauce. And I fucking drank the hot sauce right out of the bottle. Was, you know, the bar had some hot sauce for making fucking Bloody Marys or whatever. Like, it's just, I don't, I can handle some heat is what I'm saying, all right? In fact, send me your hot sauce of choice. Uh, suggestions at Sean underscore boils at yahoo.com. Let me know what you are into when it comes to hot sauce. All right? I want. I need. To, I got. I got a little stash. I, I got this. Uh, I got this. Uh, this hot. I don't even. I don't know what you would call it. It's like a. It's a powder. That's for uh, for Japanese. For the Japanese, they go hot, but it's a different kind of hot. And uh, but they got this little hot hot like a little powder that you can dust your food with. So I got a little thing of that on the. And I got my uh, Cholula. Or Cholula, I like Cholula over Tapatio. It's not very hot, but it's, you know, whatever, you know. And if I can find it, and I can't fucking find it. I found it one time. I, I like the um, the Salsa Verde um, Cholula. That shit's fucking really good, and it's got a little bit of a kick. So, uh, but yeah, man, if you're into some hot sauce, fucking. I know, my, I know Kevin, the AV guy, is way into hot sauce. Maybe I need to bend his ear a little bit about some hot sauce. Uh, my favorite hot sauce is... Um, here in the in the Bay Area, there's a uh, it's called the the Palo Alto Fire Department hot sauce, or uh, yeah, I think it's what it's called. Um, anyways, some cat over at the Palo Alto Fire Department developed this fucking hot sauce, and it's fu- it goes on it's it's a good all around hot sauce. Like you throw it in your mashed potatoes, or you can put it on your mac and cheese, or you can put it on your fucking beans and rice, or it's kind of a it's just got a really unique flavor, and it's good on almost anything. And um, it's hard to find. I don't know where to get it. And I want to get some because it's so tasty. Uh, anyway, I didn't really fucking mean to go on a fucking hot sauce rant. But goddamn hot sauce. Um, anyway, let's do this. Um, I went uh, and hung out with a friend of mine. We had a little small little dinner at a friend's house. We masked up for the most part. But then we had to sit there and ate dinner. Uh, we kind of ate in separate parts of the of the living room, trying to stay away from each other. Um, but things are opening up, man. You're gonna start getting back together. You're gonna start having dinner with your friends. You're gonna start socializing again. It's getting back to it. 
Uh, I read a report saying the vaccine is actually keeping, you know, the, the preliminary tests show that the vaccine is actually keeping transmission down. That was something that they didn't know if that was going to be a thing or not. Um, so and it, it was a preliminary. They weren't exactly sure, but they said preliminary numbers looked as if it might prevent transmission. Let's hope. My mom got her first shot. So shout out to my mom getting her first shot of the vaccines because she's old and shit. And that's what they're doing. They're getting the old folks first. Um, uh, new cases are down, even though deaths are still steady. You don't need to hear this news from me. You know, uh, you're reading the same shit I am. So uh, anyway, I was at my buddy Joey's. Joey's um, Joey was in insolence with me, my good friend. And uh, when I was in Insolence, he was the guy, guitar player. Uh, he's got a new, uh, he's got a band called Dolores. He's got a new band called Hazards. I might, might, maybe, maybe play drums for Hazards. I don't know. I'm just, I, that's the first time I've said it in the world. But he needs a drummer bad. And, and my name gets thrown around a lot because I'm a fucking badass. No, um, so maybe, maybe we do that. But anyway, he started talking about this. He's like, have you ever heard this? And I'm like, nah, dude, I'd have never heard anything about this. So um, I'm going to play this song. You guys might know this song. This song's sort of popular. <laughs> so apparently um, there is some plagiarism issue. And it's never been fucking, nobody's ever went to court. This is just with, the, with, with fans, with fans of music. Um, this song right here is a very popular song. Right, we've heard this. It's been in commercials. It's been played. It gets played at football games and basketball games. This is uh, this is the Metallicas, right? Right. We all know the song. We've heard the song a bunch, right? Enter Sandman by Metallica, right? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna play it again. Pay attention to the, the guitar riff right here at the very beginning. It's a uh, guitar with a uh, clean channel, what they call a clean channel versus the distorted channel. Right? You got that riff? All right, that's the riff, right? That's This, this is the riff that's in question. And uh, some even say that the structure of this buildup of the song is similar to the song that some folks feel they stole from. Now, there's a band from Venice, California called Excel. They are considered a crossover band. This was at a time when hardcore bands and metal bands were not necessarily on good terms. If you were a metal band, you stayed in your lane and you did your metal. If you were a hardcore band, you stayed in your lane and you did hardcore. But some folks said, fuck that shit. Both is rad. I'm going to do both in the same band. Thus, you had bands called crossover bands. These are bands like Suicidal Tendencies, um, DRI, uh, SOD is is credited as being a crossover band. And these guys also from uh, Venice, where uh, Suicidal Tendencies are from, um, Excel. All right, they got this song called Tapping Into the Emotional Void. Now you tell me if this intro riff sounds similar to the Inner Sandman riff. Mm -hmm. 
What do you think, folks? What do you think? What do you think? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'd never, and I know both songs, and I've never put put it together. What do you think, folks? What do you think? Ah, shit. I just hit the wrong thing. I fucked up. So we got that, right? We got the inner sand, man. And we got Excel. That part. And that's acoustic. Anyway. I don't know. I'm on the fence. I think... um, Where the stuff lands in the riff is in a different spot, and this is a two-part riff as opposed to. So you got what you got an A and a B part of the riff. So this has an A and a B. Right, the inner salmon goes. Right, so you got uh, three and one to make your four. Anyway. It's close, I guess, but did Metallica rip off Excel is the question. I don't have an answer. <laughs> However, it's... Um... Now, here's the thing. As a musician, you get inspired, you hear things. Um, you know, you, 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 uh, uh, you, you like certain things, you're inspired by stuff. And, I mean, Eric Clapton is quoted as saying, artists are the biggest thieves. If you're a good artist, you take your influences and you flip them so hard that no one realizes that you've actually lifted something. You know what I mean? You you put su- you, you take the influence, you put such a spin on it. You, you, you flip it and you change it. You put your own stank on it so hard that you can't find the original in the thing that you did um some cats will actually learn a riff from somebody else and then deconstruct it and put it back together and it's something like it doesn't sound anything like the original thing that they were inspired by but they got a spark they got a little something from it and there's nothing wrong with that especially if it's a if it's a straight lift you're a dick do the fucking work, you know. But if it's fucking inspired, by all means, do that shit. I fucking, I, I do it all the time. I get inspired by something, learn a thing, and change it, and flip it around, play it backwards, fucking switch notes around, do something. But you got to make it your own thing. Um, and sometimes, you know, you, you, you got to have something else to give you that little push to be inspired. Uh uh, like I said, I don't know if, because um, I know Kurt Hammett came up, uh, Kurt Hammett from Metallica actually came up with that riff, and um, Lars suggested a, um, Lars Ulrich's drummer for Metallica suggested um, a certain order of the riff. I guess, you know, originally Kurt Hammett had it going 
uh, two and two. And then Lars suggested to do the A part three times and then finish it with the B part. So anyway, I don't know. Did they steal it? Who knows? Who knows? Reaction of the week. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where me, Sean Boyles, um, reacts to the top song in the country on the Billboard charts. Huh? Huh? Uh, this week we cannot do the number one song because the number one song is a song that I've done previous. So we are going to do a different song. We got to go down to number 10, I believe. Number 10 is a song called Good Days by SZA. S-Z-A. Like the RZA, but with an S. SZA. Or maybe it's ZA. SZA. You got to do the S and then a Z and then an A. SZA. I don't know. I don't know what this per- folks name is. I don't know what dude's name is, but he got a little girl as uh maybe it's a she, maybe it's a female because it seems like there's a little girl as the the cover cover picture of the song. Anyway, um me a soon to be 47 year old metal head is going to react to uh this uh pop song. This is a song that's on the pop charts. Thus it's a pop song. Let's hear Good Days by Zza. Heavy on my empty mindset. 
Has there been a chorus yet? No ex, I don't miss no text. I choose not to respond. I don't regret just pretension never happened. Half of us laying waste that our youth is in the present. Half of us chasing founds of youth and it's in the present now. That song was fucking whack, yo. Here's the thing. If you're going to do a song, the simple, simple songwriting, people, simple songwriting is what makes a hit. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, out, okay? If you run your vocal style and you got no peaks and valleys, there's no dynamics in the vocal. It was all the same sort of... Um, uh, same rhythm... Same volume, uh, in and around the same pitch. Uh, usually you do, you know, I don't know, you go up an octave for the chorus or, or, or you at least uh, give the chorus some volume so you can tell it. Like, I couldn't tell where the chorus was. I couldn't tell you what the hook of that song is. Couldn't tell you. I mean, I talked over a fuck ton of it, so. <laughs> but you, I couldn't hear. Sorry, SZA. Song's whack. But, um, you know, again, I'm a fucking metalhead. I'm a little metalhead. Um, no, yeah, yeah, it's just not, not a good song, folks. Not a good song. Um, anyway, uh, 
what am I doing? All right. Let's um let's fucking wind this shit down, shall we? Let's wind this down with a little earworm of the week. All right, you know what an earworm is, right? That's that thing that like you um you got a song stuck in your head for multiple days at a time. Like it's just stuck in there. It just won't it won't go away. You, you you try to listen to other music and then you're bopping on about your day and that song pops in your fucking pops in your ear hole again. That's what an earworm is. And this week's earworm. Um uh be it that we watched the super group reality show on the trash podcast. Um there's a song that is played when they do their um when they do their performance that uh was a big deal for them to perform apparently. So if you don't know Supergroup, uh it's Ted Nugent, Scott Ian, Evan Seinfeld for Biohazard, Sebastian Bach singing, and on drums, Jason Bonham, son of Led Zeppelin's John Bonham. Okay. Uh in talking with some friends, Jason Bonham said that his friends were actually hanging out with Robert Plant and Jimmy Page, told them about the supergroup thing that they were doing. And coming down from those kings, through some friends to the prince, who is Jason Bonham, said, hey, you guys should do um, Out on the Tiles. Led Zeppelin's song, Out of the Tiles. Led Zeppelin had never performed that song live. You guys should do that song because John Bonham actually came up with the melody. He came bopping, you know. And so Jason Bonham tells the story about how uh, when they were recording this record, uh, I think this is Led Zeppelin 3 that this record's on, or that this song's on. Um, uh, John Bonham's bopping into the studio and he's got a tune in his head and he's singing the melody out on the tiles, out on the tiles, um, da, 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 out on the tiles. He keeps singing that over and over again. Uh, Jimmy Page picks up that melody and goes, Thus, they give John Bonham credit for writing the song because he was singing the melody. Jimmy Page comes up with the rest of it, and there you go. So they said, hey, go and do out on the tiles because your dad helped come up with that melody. We never played it live. You got our blessing. So ever since that, this song has been stuck in my fucking head for a week. I watched that shit last week, and the song has been stuck in my head. So that's what we're going to go out with, Earworm of the Week, out on the tiles by Led Zeppelin. Thank you for listening to the podcast. The Sean Boyles Podcast greatly appreciates your patronage. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, check me out on the trash. Check me out doing some comedy at Vito's in San Jose. If you want to see live comedy, if you dare, I told a couple of friends like, no, I'm not going out. Are you crazy? You shouldn't be doing that, Sean. You're going to get sick. I'm so, I got so much vitamin D running through me, Jack. I've been zinking and vitamin D and seeing and, um, multivitamin in along with my blood pressure pill. Um, Anyway, thanks for checking out the podcast. I will see you guys next week. Be good. Keep it dirty. Here's a little 
Oh shit, I hit the wrong fucking button. See, what a dick. Oh, my God. 
Denton Avenue can go fuck itself. Bye.